Welcome to the Adaptable Podcast. We're your hosts, Morgan, Anna, Claire, a group of physical therapists and student physical therapists who are dedicated to building a community and breaking down barriers for individuals with disabilities and chronic illnesses who are or want to become a part of our profession. Join us as we embark on this journey and get to know some incredible individuals along the way. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Adaptable Podcast. So our topic for today actually came from a conversation that Morgan had with a friend of hers. And it's kind of about, and this is something I would imagine most of us have experienced. If you haven't experienced, you probably will at some point in your life. But really, it's the comparison game. When you find somebody who has a disability or you encounter somebody, or maybe you're disabled yourself, you have those people who are like, um, I don't feel like I can talk about my problems with you because your problems are so much worse and vice versa. So we kind of wanted to start chatting about that and have a conversation. So Morgan, would you care to share a little bit more about like the conversation that you had and your thoughts afterwards? Yeah, so one of the physical therapists that works in the clinic where I'm doing my final clinical rotation, um, like he's very jokey and, you know, is constantly saying stuff like messing with me. And so it was so weird when he like all of a sudden got really serious and he was like, you know, Morgan, I feel like I can't complain about anything around you because I feel like whatever you're dealing with just on a regular basis like your everyday life is just worse than whatever I could possibly be dealing with and so I feel like I shouldn't even bring it up because it, it just doesn't feel like it's a problem when you think about what you're dealing with. And I didn't really know how to respond to that because, A, I'm a person who loves complaining about things that have nothing to do with my disability or chronic illness. Like, give me something to complain about and I will commiserate with you. Like, I don't even care what it is. Like, (laughs) it's just, it helps me get my mind off of other things too. And so when people say that they feel like they can't complain to me, I'm like, please give me all of the complaints. I love it. It like, <laughs> it makes me feel better. I don't know. But it just got me thinking like, I, I don't know if this has like rubbed off on my patients at all because I don't really talk about it with my patients, but I feel like part of that comes from, I don't want that to happen with them. And so I feel like if I start sharing what's going on with me, they'll feel like they're whatever they're coming to physical therapy for is no longer like important, which like if you're coming to physical therapy for something, it's obviously important to you. Otherwise you wouldn't be there. So I just tend to leave my stuff out of conversations with patients and with like general like people because I find that it impacts conversations exactly the way that he said it did. And I still don't really know what to think about it. So Claire, like, have you dealt with this before? 
because I'm, I'm still like this is a week later and I'm still thinking about it so if you have any anything to add to this conversation that would be great yeah no I mean I've definitely been there I've had people who are like well you've had you know all of these different surgeries you've been in body casts you've you know, spent weeks where you have been stuck in wheelchairs and this, that, and the other. They're like, I feel like I can't, I feel like I can't even talk to you about certain things because you've endured all of this. And my typical response to that is, well, that's my story, but you have your story. And I am sure that if I were put in your story, I would have a difficult time with whatever it is you're struggling with. Like, you know, everybody's got a story. So don't compare like your story to mine because you can't. So I don't know. I like to tell people like, you know, it's okay. Like I want to hear about your story and I want to commiserate with you and your story just as much as you may want to commiserate with me and mine. So all we can do here is support each other. So I don't know, that's how I've kind of responded, but I still think about it a lot. Um, (laughs) Like I still have moments where I'm like, hmm, maybe I just need to really downplay this. Like one thing that I really struggle with in the clinic is I have a limp and it varies in severity. Like some weeks my hip will be doing great and I won't really have a big limp that's noticeable. And then other weeks I'll actually have patients who are like, hey, are you okay? Like you have a limp today, what's going on? And in those moments, it's kind of like, okay, do I say anything? Do I downplay this? Do I, like, what do I do? So I've kind of just gauged based on the person. So there are a few patients that maybe I've been working with them longer. And so I've kind of developed a little bit of that therapeutic alliance with them. And with a lot of them, if I think that, you know, they can, talk with me about it, then yeah, I'll be like, hey, I'm just being honest. Sometimes I have a, I have a little bit of a limp. My hip kind of hurts and bothers me on certain occasions. This is what I do to deal with it. And then, you know, continue the conversation wherever. But, you know, then there are other patients who I'm like, mm, they're not ready. And so I'll just kind of find a way to gracefully just slide it under the cover and switch topics, which is kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best approach, it's just the approach that I've kind of used over time. So, yeah, I've definitely had the same experience where with some patients I go into like education mode and I'm like, yeah, like my joints, like the things that the glue in my body is just too stretchy. And, (laughs) you know, sometimes things hurt and I'll be fine. You know, I always end it with like, it's fine. It's and fine, it's always yes. <laughs> like I'm not trying to like downplay what's happening, but at the same time, I have to reassure them that I'm like not going to fall apart and like I can still do my job without it like impacting me. But that, that's funny that you said that because like one time this patient like saw me limping and they were like, Are you okay? I'm like, oh yeah, this is my swag walk. And then just like, <laughs> moved on and they like (laughs) didn't say anything after that and I was like all right glad they took that because (laughs) I didn't know where I was going with that (laughs) I love it I'm gonna have to use that (laughs) 
Yeah, your swag walk, Claire. Yeah, yeah I just have a swag walk. For the yeah. last time, I blamed it on, and I mean, it wasn't untrue. So I wear, I wear a heel lift because my one leg is shorter than the other, right? And so if I have an older pair of shoes, the heel lift, the foam starts to compress. And so then it doesn't match, right? So I've used my shoes as an excuse a lot. And I'll just be like, oh, my shoe lift isn't quite set right. I'm going to have to go have it fixed. But for now, it's what I have. And typically they take it and they just move on and continue because it's like an explanation that they can understand that's not completely sweeping it under the rug either. So it, it usually works, but... Oh, I've totally done that too. Cause like I had a mole removed on my calf, which mm-hmm. is like something the general public understands. And so I like, I like my, my calf was hurting and I was like trying to avoid like jumping and lunges. So then if I had to like demonstrate an exercise, I had to pay attention to which leg I was using. Mm-hmm. And so they'd be like, Oh, like what happened? And I got excited to tell them because it was something I knew they would understand. I'm like, yeah, I had a mole removed. And so now I have like three stitches in my leg and, you know, they told me not to jump or whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah. Like I've had that before. And they like totally get it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. great. I feel like this is fine. Like they actually understand what's going on. And then like they, they would come back the next session and they asked me like, how's your leg? And I'm like, but how's your neck? <laughs> like, this is an important question. <laughs> right. Like, thanks for the concern. But also, like, how are you doing? Because that's why you're paying to be here. But I feel like the flip side of this conversation happens often too, where patients or just, you know, friends, family members, like, if you do open up and you're like, wow, like, my neck's really hurting today. A lot of people tend to have the response, oh yeah, like I, I get neck pain all the time too. And they like try to relate it to something that they've experienced and like that doesn't always work out. It's like, no, actually like this is a problem and I like need help. Not just like, I, I want you to commiserate with me. So yeah, figuring out when when to have the different types of interactions it has mm-hmm. definitely been interesting because there's definitely been times where I've been struggling and I've like tried to convey it but it comes off as like a common complaint that most mm-hmm. people would have so if I say like man my head really hurts or like oh I feel really dizzy usually if I say I feel really dizzy I'm about to pass out it's not just like oh, I, you know, maybe need to like stand still for a second. It's like, uh, if I don't lay down right now, I'm going out. So people are like, oh yeah, like I get dizzy when I stand. Oh, this is the one that gets me is for pots. (laughs) Man, if I try to explain pots and say, oh yeah, like it's when your heart rate increases, you know, more than 30 beats per minute when you go from laying down to standing up and like you feel really dizzy and they're like, oh my gosh, like I get dizzy when I stand up too. And I'm like, it's, (laughs) Like kind of the same thing, but like not really. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm still working on the boundaries of like relating to people, but then also like making the clear distinction between the two, but then also like not making them feel like they can't complain about things. It's like such a weird balance to figure out because you can't, 
can't really have it both ways. And so yeah, that's been str- that's been something that I have struggled with, especially recently. Well, and I feel like that brings up a really good point is learning what your communication style is and then making sure that the people around you understand that communication style. So, for example, they would be able to understand, okay, this is the tone that she uses when, you know, we're goofing off, we're playing it off, you know, whatever, versus this is the tone of voice that you use when, no, I'm serious, like something's going on, I need help. I feel like basically balancing this whole comparison game, you really have to take into account like your personal style of communication what you want out of each interaction. And it's going to be different for every person that you talk to because, you know, when I'm joking with someone, like I tend to downplay things, but that's what I need in that instance. Whereas like when I'm actually needing help, like I tend to get more serious. And so the people that are around me the most have really picked up on like when I want them to complain with me, when I don't want them to, when I'm actually looking for advice, um, really just, the more, the more you practice communicating your needs with people and establishing open communication where they feel comfortable doing that with you is really what's going to make those conversations a little bit more comfortable. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this conversation today. And we look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Adaptable Podcast. If you liked today's episode and want to learn more or be a part of the conversation, you can check us out on our Instagram or Facebook group linked in the description below. You can also contact us via email at theadaptablepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to hanging out with you next week.